Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real-world training for engineering, trades and construction. G'day folks and welcome to episode 9 of the Knights HQ pod, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, the highly skilled labour hire company for real-world training for engineering, trades and construction. Well, we do some weird things in the world and... Let's be honest, it's been a very weird week within the Newcastle Knights because we're back in the bubble. Our guest could be a little weird too. He's Tyson Frizzell, the first time we've had him on the podcast. Big signing for the Newcastle Knights, arguably one of the biggest in recent times. And I think it's only fitting that we brought him in whilst he's in the bubble at home and we're in the bubble doing the podcast with technology and find out exactly what makes him tick, how he's found Newcastle, how he and his wife Sammy have enjoyed Newcastle, the decision to come here. And they've got this amazing kids line of clothing called Eastax, so we should find out about that. And they've even called on Kalen and Connor to give them a little bit of collaboration. So rather than me tell you all about it, let's go and find out about Tyson on the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Let it rip. Stand together and get amongst the action by taking your seat at the next home game. Tickets are available at knightshub.com.au. Righto, well, a very special guest today. He's coming to us deep into lockdown from home, and I'm at my home with the backdrop in the background to make it look like I'm working. We're very excited to have Tyson Frizzell on the, the podcast today. G'day, Tyson. Hey, Frank, how are you going? Well, I'm great, mate. Thank you so much, because what a weird world we've been living the last couple of days, back in the bubble. Yes, mate, I thought um, we'd... Uh been over this hump but uh, it's come back again and uh, hopefully this time round it's only for a, a short period of time. Yeah let's hope so it's a little different than last time there's a few little different parts that I mean we're allowed to have our masks off today because we're at home but must say it's a bit weird being walking around the night office having meetings with your mask on and it must be hard for people doing fitness classes at the moment with masks on. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little bit uh, different this time round and uh, it's come so quickly I guess um, we're sort of used to being back to semi-normal life and then um, all of a sudden um, yeah it's been clicked back into um, you guess you can say old times where you you got your mask on and and now yeah trying to train um, um, in the gym it's it's a little bit different but I guess it's something that we need to do if we want to you know hopefully get over this. Hey, we'll do a full recovery report shortly and get the updates on the injuries but I must ask straight up how's the syndesmosis injury and how you're tracking? Yeah it's going it's going good mate I think I'm coming up to Week three, I think. Week three, week four, post-surgery. So, yeah, it's tracking, you know, um, quite nicely. And, you know, hopefully I'd like to be back this week. But yeah, this, these things take its time. And hopefully in, in the next couple of weeks, I started started running last week, which was, you know, great for myself. Not being able to do, not being able to run for a couple of weeks, but that's a little box ticks and tick. Then uh, hopefully in the next few weeks, you see me back on the paddock. Yeah, we'll dive into that a little bit more later. Let's go to um, being on the sideline. Round 15, it was a bludger of a day, the Warriors, but it was a great victory in the end. What sort of a spectator are you up in the coach's box? Yeah, it was, it was actually the first time um, I'd gone upstairs um, the past other two games I sort of sat in the sideline and felt myself commentating a little bit and getting into, getting into a few boys on my own. And then I was on the sideline and then went inside and sat inside and watched it by myself. But um, it's different upstairs because you can't really hear too much and you can see... You can see everything from up there, and it's a different perspective. And yeah, it was nice. It was nice. It was something different, but it was cool. Nice to see the boys get it done at the back end. It was genuinely tough conditions, and they really toughed it out. 
Yeah, it, it was a definitely a, a tough game that, that we needed, those tight games. And to be honest, that kind of weather, that wet weather footy kind of kind of suits us to a T. So as much as it was a close game, it felt from outside looking in like the boys were pretty comfortable. And there was just a few times there where we probably could have scored a, a few more points, but weren't able to. So yeah, the boys have had a couple of weeks since then to recover and hopefully they can back it up this week. A couple of huge plays throughout the day. I'm going to, I'm going to highlight a couple for you. The chase by Jaden Braley to run down and Reese Walsh was something pretty special. Yeah, mate, it, it was it was pretty cool to, to see that happen, especially from from up high and seeing him coming across. I didn't think the the little fella had the legs on him, but mate, he's always in a position to to make a a big play like that and he done it throughout the game and that was a big turning point you can say in the game that you know he stops that try and I guess that that play gave the boys a lot of confidence that you know they're in this and it wasn't going to be an easy game for Newcastle to get a win against us and down at the other end where the um, back end of the, of the game down the stretch the charge down was phenomenal again he's just always constantly in the right place and doing the hard yards yeah I guess that's what you want from your leaders and especially your captain too making those big plays and those effort areas that, you know, probably go unseen but are really, you know, welcomed by by your teammates and, you know, doing something for your mate. And like I said before, if you can probably go back to all the, the stops or anything like that, Jaden's sort of in the picture there trying to cover, you know, cover a play or make a big play. And that's why he's such a big part in our team. And, you know, he's a, he's a co-captain with BSAF there. The other one that I really enjoyed, it's nice to have Cliff on our side of it, Jake Clifford, putting those big bombs up. Because we've seen the other end of that up at uh, Townsville, but some of those bombs and those conditions was just sensational. Yeah, he's been great for us since coming from the Cowboys. I guess it wouldn't be easy moving mid-season from one team to another with all your structures and the way things are things are going. But I think he's pretty pretty much simplified his role and wouldn't want to be a fullback or a, or a, um, a winger, especially on the game. Uh, a day like that was, it was very, very cold, wet and windy and um, it did cause those uh, back three some trouble, didn't he? Unfortunately, mate, uh, when we look at rep footy, because rep rounds just been through as well, you would have played, I think it was about your 15th origin game in a row. You were selected for it, but that very late injury with the ankle injury stopped you from that. Uh, how did you feel? when? Did you know pretty early when you had injured that the ankle was in a bit of trouble? Yeah, when, when it happened um i guess you have sort of injuries where they're, they're a bit of a scare and then you're able to walk it off and it takes time it takes a couple of minutes to to run it out but yeah it wasn't it wasn't happening that way and, and uh, i kind of felt that there was something there just the extent of it i wasn't i wasn't too sure so yeah i still had my hopes and going into camp and you know fingers crossed that there wasn't anything um too major and i would get on with the series and yeah it wasn't to be mate but i guess that's that's footy. what a team where did you watch Watch the game and how did you absorb the excitement that was this brilliant Blues outfit? Yeah, well, the first game I was actually um, at Jaden's house watching it. Oh. Me and Sammy, me and Sammy were there watching with um, him and Nilo. I know you had yeah. them two on the podcast the other, yeah. The other week. Good. So yeah, I was watching watching the game with them the first time, and then yeah, just at home, uh, game two just gone. So it was, um, you know, it was it was great to see those guys um, put on such a dominant performance. A bit a bit jealous that I wasn't able to be part of it, but so pumped as a um, as a player for New South Wales and also a massive fan so it was good to see it happen. You must be proud of your Newcastle Knights teammate and front rower Daniel Safidi. He's been enormous to do so. Yeah, he's been enormous for us and um, also for, for New South Wales too. Um, such a dominant forward for, for them and I guess for those outside backs that have been getting all the accolades, you know, for the blue side, without the, the platform being laid by those middle forwards, you know, they wouldn't get any opportunities like they did in games one and two. So, you know, put him in hopefully Give him a lot more confidence and he can uh, have a big back end of the season for us.
us. Absolutely. For more behind-the-scenes looks at what's happening on game day, head to knightslevelup.com.au. Check out the latest edition of Level Up. That's L-E-V-U-P. It features exclusive interviews with the team, VIP members' moments, that fly-on-the-wall footage from the field to the locker room, powerful Knights community stories, the first scoop news, and so much more. It drops every fortnight, so check out your inbox, knightslevelup.com.au. We're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, more of my special guest, Tyson Brazil. We'll have a look at the recovery report, and uh, then we're going to dive a little deeper and find out some more about Tyson. Knights HQ, the official podcast for Newcastle Knights. Hey, folks, great news. We're launching a new competition here on Knights HQ. We've got a $50 club shop voucher up for grabs, and all you need to do is subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. I'll be honest, you'll probably get more chance if you give us a nice review. No, 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 I'm only joking. But look, what we've got is, all you need to do is review it and send a message direct to at Newcastle Knights on Insta with a screenshot of your review to confirm your entry. The winner of the voucher will be announced on the conclusion of the next podcast. All entries will also go into the draw to win a signed 2022 jersey with the winner announced at the end of the season. Subscribe, rate and review right now to win. Looking for merch? Celebrate the past with the limited edition 2021 Heritage Jersey. Shop in store or online. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. My special guest, Tyson Vazell, all perched up there nice at home. Is that your favourite chair there, Tyson? No, nah, it's usually the, the only quiet spot in the house I can get. So yeah. it's in Axton's room and he's at daycare, so I can just chuck myself in here and be nice and quiet. I like it. We can ask you a little bit more about your kids um, and East Axe very shortly. Before we do that, we've got some great news regarding the recovery report. And let's be honest, this has been a heavy lift most of the year. We've had plenty on the sideline. We've still got people like yourself and Bradman Best and a few others on the sideline. Good news, big ins this week in the team. Kurt Mann has overcome that um, ankle injury and he was named and Kalen Ponga, he's trained really well this week too. Have you seen him around the place? Yeah, I think he's been itching to, to get back on that paddy for a while now. He's had a, a couple of unfortunate injuries. Um, he's picked up after his, his shoulder surgery. So he's been training really hard and I guess he's over sitting on the sidelines and, and watching the boys play. So yeah, he's he's firing and, and ready to get back on that paddy. Now, similar to you, Braden Best has had the syndesmosis injury. Can you tell us a little bit about the surgery? Because it's, uh, it's pretty unique. Is it something to do with string or something, the syndesmosis reconstruction surgery? Yeah, so I think back in the day, they didn't really you'd sort of just play on with it and you know your ankle felt a bit loose but as technology has gotten better and MRIs have gotten better they realise that there's a, a ligament in there that, that holds yeah. the two bones together and yeah they use the, they call it a tightrope surgery now which they pretty much put two little buttons on either side of, of your ankle and, and tie pretty much a rope to, around it to, to hold it together so I think recovery rate you know used to be about 12 plus weeks but you know they've worked their way their way down I, I actually had surgery on my right ankle similar thing and that that took me probably about nine weeks but now you can sort of get it down to about yeah you know, six to eight which is the way they've got better with i guess recovery and, and also the surgery the brick badman bradman best how, how's he going and have you been able to nurture him through this uh syndesmosis recovery he knows a bit about the yeah injury. yeah he's he's had the same thing too with he's had the same surgery on, on his other ankle as well so it's not he's not too unfamiliar of the way 
it goes. But like I said, it's you can um, you know go on without and, and not have surgery. But yeah, it's probably a lot a lot better if you you get it done and you know the recovery rate is pretty much pretty similar. So yeah, we're both in the same boat, probably two weeks apart from each other. So yeah, he wouldn't be too far along either in his recovery. Speaking of recovery, great to see the big boy Pasami Sulo back out there training, back on his feet. He had that nasty dislocation of the ankle and, and break of the leg in Wagga in reserve grade. Great to see Sam's back out and about around the place. Yeah, it is. I didn't realise um, he'd be back so quick and uh, pretty much he was up and about after I got out of surgery. He was already walking around and, you know, on the Alter G and doing a bit of walking around and now He's in the same boat as me, you know, starting, I think it was last week or the week before, just starting to do a bit of jogging on, on the field. And yeah, you know, I thought if you, you'd break your leg, you'd be gone for the season. But he, he's pushing to come back, I think, towards uh, the back end of the season. Hopefully we see him, see him back because he, he's working hard behind the scenes. Yeah, that's great. That's our um, recovery report. We thank Maxwell Recruitment and Training, their providers of engineering and construction labour to the Hunter for over a decade. And last year alone, they supplied over 210,000 labour hours with zero lost time injury. So uh, maybe we should get them to help our recovery report. They seem to be helping people back to work. Now, mate, this is where we take you into the more uncomfortable part, the deeper dive into Tyson Brazil and find out a little bit more about you. Now, you don't have to talk footy during this. Now, if I be really honest, we were going to have Sammy on for this. So, because I had a whole heap of plans to drill you, but because we've got a bit going on with uh, with COVID, we're going to have to park that. You don't get away, Scott Freak. So you can have it on your own. <laughs> mate, you know what? That could be more dangerous for you. So, uh, oh, no, probably. Actually, we might get Lily back, the better half of Jaden Braley and Sammy together, and then we can really open yeah. up the back legs. So tell us first and foremost, how did this partnership come together, you and your beautiful wife? You're going to give them trouble here how long ago it was now, but it was a few <laughs> years ago now, you can say. <laughs> probably about 10 years now. I've been married for about three years, two kids. Um, met in the early days of starting my career back in Cronulla. Many people oh. don't really um, know I started my career there, but you know, mostly known for playing most of me footy at the Dragons but yeah it's it's been a long time now and two kids later and three years under her belt and being married so yeah everything's going well so you went from the arch enemy from, from the from the Sharks to the Dragons at that um the great rivals was that difficult yeah well I, I grew up in Wollongong I played league and union growing up and actually um was playing schoolboys rugby union and then got played Australian schoolboys in rugby and then sort of got offered to, to come play under-20s at Cronulla. And at that stage, just sort of, I'm um, going and whether I wanted to stay with rugby and or, or give league a crack. So I thought I'd give, um, it was a one-year deal and I think it was about $1,500 or something like that to sign up fee, which was, which was great at that stage. It didn't really matter, but getting some sort of money to play footy was was awesome. So yeah, I thought I'd give it a crack for a year. And after that year, signed another two-year deal and ended up making my debut the year after. So um, yeah, it all, it all worked out. Has Rugby Union ever knocked on the door again? And Wallabies, the Waratahs, any other franchises? Uh, no, it's never really been. Sort of once I started progressing in league, it's sort of the only thing that I wanted to do. It's I guess the option is, has always been there if I ever wanted to venture that way. But um, there was still, there's still too many things that I want to do, do in league, um, you can say, uh, for me to go elsewhere. So 
I'm enjoying my time where I am. And like I said, there's, there's plenty of things for me to achieve in league while I'm while I still can. I've you know, still got a, a couple more years under my belt and we'll see how we go. Tell us about the decision to leave the Dragons because you're from Wollongong. You had a you know, beautiful setup there. And let's be honest, not too dissimilar to Newcastle. So tell us some of the factors behind the decision. Yeah, it was um, it was solely uh, the biggest decision I've had to make in, in my footy career. I guess I was very settled and, and comfortable where I was at the Dragons. I think I was probably the, the longest serving player there at the time. Been there for eight years and been through the ups and downs. And yeah, I got to a stage in my career where I, I was ready for a change. Like I said, I've been somewhere for so long. And if I wanted to change as a player, change uh, my environment or, you know, eventually somewhere different, I had to I had to move clubs. And it, it couldn't have been, you know, to a club around the corner, um, like the Sharks or the Bulldogs or something like that. It had to be somewhere different. And I guess... After sitting down and having a meeting with Adam um, early on in, in the year and giving it some thought, to be honest, at that stage, it was tough to make. A, you know, I think I'd sign, re-sign with the Dragons a couple of times and then, you know, just sort of, nah, 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 I'll just give it some time. Re-sign again in my head and then COVID hit. Yeah. And when COVID hit, I could really just not think about footy and sort of knuckle it out and think about what I wanted to do. And yeah, I knew from that point that, you know, I was ready. I was ready to move on and move up to Newcastle. And to be honest, I'm, I'm very happy I've, I've made that decision. Well, you can see it. I can see it when I, when I see Sammy and the kids around the place. I often bump, like Newcastle, down the shops the other day and bumping a coffee shop and uh, Sammy's fitted in like just beautifully. Is, is she finding life in Newcastle the same, quite comfortable? Yeah, I, I'll be honest it, you know, it is difficult for, for your partners and, you know, moving away from their fam- family and things like that. For us players, it's it's easy because you, you move straight into a, a team and an environment where, you know, people you're wanted and I guess you're, you're there to work and have a common goal together where they've come from somewhere that they're comfortable with and they've got to meet new people but to be honest moving here has been very very easy for for her and I guess the town have been really good and, and the community it is such a, a big community and they've made myself and um, you know my family very very welcome and you know like I said that's that's why a lot of players we, myself we play with pride um, in the jersey because you represent um, not only our team but also the, the whole Hunter region and the community. Well you're also uh, got a family business cr- cranking along at the moment so East Axe, I would have preferred to have this conversation with Sammy because I'd love to know how much you know about East Axe. So what can you tell us about this brilliant uh, kids' clothing line that's booming along? Yeah, I wouldn't really say we, to be honest. I'm sort of the background guy and doing the heavy lifting and the moving the boxes and doing the packing and looking after the kids. So that, that's pretty much all, all Sammy. She's, all she ever wanted to do was, was start her own business and I guess moving away and COVID sort of gave her the, the time to really knuckle down and had been in the, the pipeline for a while. But yeah, a little kid's uh, clothing label that's into its sort of second collection of clothes. We've just recently dropped a new winter range, which is um, last week, which has you know, come along nicely. So yeah, it's pretty cool to be honest to see friends and family get behind it and also people that you don't know seeing their, seeing their kids wearing around, you know, clothes that sort of Sammy sort of made and had in the pipeline for a while. So yeah. Let's back over a couple of these parts. So the actual heavy lifting, Sammy has shared this with me. You are very good at actually physically lifting all the boxes. And there's times your lounge room is full of boxes for uh, getting ready to pack and send it to people who purchased. Yeah, it was. It's um, uh, When we first moved up, we were in a, a pretty small three-bedroom house. The move was pretty pretty quick um, after Origin um, at the end of the year and moving into 
um, a new place. So yeah, one of our spare rooms become a, a little office for, for storage, but now we've moved and got a, got a bigger place and a nice big garage and, and stuff like that where, you know, we, we hold most of the stuff, but we're starting off small and, you know, see how things go. And, you know, maybe one day you come to a, you know, a big business that we can uh, have our own little place. So see how it goes. When I do have spoken to Sammy about around the normally around training, it, it is very um, it's quite amazing to to watch a piece of clothing walk past and well that's yeah. how how do you feel when you see that? Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, I was up in up in Brisbane for Magic Round and um, had a couple come over and the kid was um, fully kitted out. You know, right. I didn't even I didn't even realise that that the kid was wearing our clothes and then yeah, she made mention to it and oh, I did realise and yeah. You know, it brings a big smile to your face and um, how happy they are with it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Tell us about the name, East Axe. Yeah, so um, got two boys, um, Easton and Axton. And um, yeah, it's pretty sort of uh, self-explanatory. We sort of cut yeah. in half and, and put it together and thought it sounded uh, sounded pretty cool. So yeah, we, we've run with it. And yeah, it's a name that, you know, that, that, we, that we really liked. And yeah, see, see how the business goes and, and if the, the, the name gets any bigger um, in the future. I was about to ask that. If you expand <laughs> the kids, does it expand the business name as well? Is that yeah, well, that's the thing. There's not any plans at the moment to have any more kids. Um, as you know, two kids is uh, enough for me. So we'll see how we go, mate. Yeah, we might have to might have to change the name if um, <laughs> if another kid comes along. So what about <laughs> absolutely? What about the um, collaborations with Connor and Kaylin? Uh, they've they've had a little bit to do. Tell us their involvement. Yeah, so they used to. Um, I've only just recently moved but they literally lived three or four houses around the corner from us. So we uh, spent a lot of time together. Sammy invited them over. They still do now every week for, for dinner. So they'd come around and they love design stuff and Sammy loves design stuff. They love talking about things. So they sort of get a Sammy and Connor and Kaylin probably get along a lot better than you know than I do I sort of get left out you know they're having their, their chats and what they can do and all those kind of things which is yeah which is nice to see but yeah they, they get along like a house and fine they've sort of been bouncing off one another and they you know they've helped us with you know photos and and footage and stuff like that Connor and Tex you know when we first um started uh, they they helped us out and yeah they, they've been really good for uh, to us I think I've set this scene right because the boys have been on um the Night Touch View podcast as well and they Basically, they've got this cartel going where they go to Blake and Sarah Green's for dinner one night. That's one less night. Yeah. Then over to yourself and Sammy's for one night for, for cooking. So I'm picturing this. You're in the kitchen slaving away while they're being creative doing clothing designs. Is that how it works? No, Sammy's a really good cook. I just, I just, um, I like it when they come over because she she cooks extra extra food <laughs> and, you know, you usually get dessert with um, at the end of dinner as well. So, yeah, it's nice having them over, you know, every now and then or, or once a week. So, yeah, it's... Like I said, there's, it's a close close town and close community and it's good to, you know, have players come around and, you know, we mingle outside of footy, not just at, uh, at footy. Well, I'm going to make a commitment that in the in the next couple of episodes of the podcast, Sammy's coming on and we'll learn more about the true background of the East Axe clothing line and but we'll get a little bit more dirt on you as well and see whether or not we can break amongst that group. Get You know, you're, you're outside of that group, so we'll try and get you into that group, so... You can have some of the inside. I think there's a lot more to give in the clothing uh, brand. <laughs> yeah, there probably is, mate. You need some some people to you know do do the hard stuff behind the scenes, and you know, some can get all the accolades for for the nice part of East Axe. But yeah, I'm the one doing the heavy lifting behind the scenes. Ah, oh, good man. Well, we're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll go and find out a little bit of fast five action with 
Tyson Brazil, our special guest, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real-world training for engineering, trades and construction. Knights HQ, the official podcast of Newcastle Knights. We're uh, getting towards the back end of the straight. Mate, I need to do something we do with all of our guests on Knights HQ. Fast five, something you're very good at. Fast feet in the fast five. Just the first thing that comes to your head, mate. Uh, your favourite thing to do in Newcastle. Go to the beach. Go to the beach and have a coffee. What's your favourite movie? Um, Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah, strong. Favourite team outside of the NRL? The All Blacks. Oh, nice. Favourite player of all time? Who's your favourite All Black? Oh, I grew up loving mutton on me. Oh, yeah. Um, inside Very. Tenebae, I used to play, yes. Favourite oh, drink? Beverage or... All right, mate. Go, go one of these. Go an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic for us. Um, I do love uh, soda water, kombucha, and favourite beer. Oh, I do love Grey Northern. Do you? There you go. Yeah. Might have to double up on this one, but who was your hero growing up as a young kid? I guess I never really had a, had a hero. I used to uh, enjoy loving watching plays. I was a St. George fan as a young kid. So Trent Barrett, even though I was a, a big kid and couldn't throw the ball past anything, oh, I did like him as a 5'8". <laughs> I often try to tell people we're twin brothers, but uh, <laughs> he did get a few more looks yeah. me. Very good player and doing a great job at the Bulldogs. Let's wrap up with a health and fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective. What's your tip on health and uh, fitness? What do I have? A I balanced diet is, is a great yeah. one for me. I love, I do, um, I guess a lot of people think that athletes have to eat clean and, and that all the time. But uh, I think if you can have a, uh, a happy and healthy diet and a bit, of ba- a bit of balance in there, it goes a long way. There's no point in being unhappy and just eating you know, healthy food all the time because... It's, it's not realistic and doesn't mentally make you happy at all. But yeah, I, I love to train. I love to train hard as well. And I love to train uh, often too, even when I'm not playing footy, which allows me to, to eat the good, uh, the nice things that I want to. And yeah, it also, um, you know, clears my mind. And, and I'm a better I'm a better person when I, when I train and I get cranky, especially when I'm injured and can't do the things that I want to do. Training does clear and, and help me. I can see we might just need a little bit of a clean out there at the moment. Yeah. That's the health and fitness philosophy, thanks to Balance Collective. All right, mate, now we're going to roll into what's coming ahead. So let's have a look at this is a really important stretch for the Newcastle Knights. So a little bit of a mini preview on the Cowboys. We played them recently up there, back at home, after a bye in amongst all that's happening in COVID. How important is this game for the Knights? Yeah, it is. It's a it's a massive game. We've you probably see this as a as a four point win. We got to buy the week after, so we got we got a break, and we're in the mix there in the middle of the pack where you know we're sitting two points from from our other eight and. This back end of the year is, is very crucial to us and we're not going to shy away. We need to go on a run. If we want to be, uh, I hope, in the finals and being up there uh, in finals at the end of the year. So every game's important towards the back end of the year, but uh, it starts this week and um, they did a job on us up there. So you know, we owe on back to them this week. Speaking of Jay Clifford earlier, it's such a weird world we live in. He's playing against his old team that he's with for so long. Is he able to make that flick that switch comfortably enough for this weekend against his old club? Oh, I'm, I'm sure he is. You can you can ask any player that are coming up with our, against their old team. You, you want to be playing um, your best footy and you know doing every, everything you can to, to get a, a win on um, uh, against your old mates. So I guess it's no different for him. He'll be he'll be wanting to play as well as possible. And you know I'm looking forward to, to seeing how he goes. Well, mate, we've appreciated having you on the show today. I know. It's it's been difficult circumstances. You've taken us into your family home. We will have Sammy on very shortly, which we're excited about. But a big shout out. Thank you, mate. We'd love you to subscribe, leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. 
And we thank Maxwell Recruitment and Training for bringing us this episode of the pod. We'll be back in a fortnight. Don't forget, episode nine of, Le- nine of Level Up is coming next week. Check out your inbox. See you then. Tyson, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me, Frank. <laughs> oh, it was a bloody pleasure, mate. And we look forward to finding the real dirt when Sammy's on with us shortly. And probably go and walk that dog in the background, mate. Maybe that's yeah, what... Yeah, uh, we're going off, yeah. You know, he's yelling, Dad, let me in. I want to come in and watch some movies with you. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. Good on you, mate. We appreciate having you on Night's HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ needs you. Rate and review wherever you listen.